Welcome to Wednesday's edition of the Hometown Headlines newscast and rant of the day. John Ruckermiller of HometownHeadlines.com thanking you for joining us today. First off, we have a look at Polk County. It has recorded its first virus death since all this began back in March. Two more also are dead in Bartow County, one more dead in Floyd County as well. Regional total now stands at 72 statewide. We have lost 1,895 people since March 5th. Numbers also are up at local long-term health care facilities. That includes tests to staff and to patients. Also, a new test spot is now open in East Rome at the Redmond Urgent Care Center. You can drive up and do that one. In business news today, not good here as well. Elysium on Broad Street is closing after 14 years. Also, Cartersville's Discount City will begin liquidation sale on Thursday after 56 years in business. Other news today, friends are mourning the loss of Salon Luna owner Mimi Luna, who died Tuesday in a car accident in northeast Alabama. Political news today, two drop boxes now in place in Floyd County. That's if you want to take your absentee ballot and drop it off yourself rather than put it in the mail. Uh, Wear Mechanical Weather Center update, about a quarter inch of rain a day. Now through Friday, highs will be in the upper 70s to low 80s. And Truett's Chick-fil-A sports update, the YMCA has reopened its cardio and weight rooms. That's as of Tuesday. More services are due back starting this coming Friday. Okay, our rant of the day, virus deaths, business closing increasing. Tuesday was a particularly brutal day. Four more area restaurants died, two in Bartow, one in Floyd, and the first in Polk County since all this began. At least two of them appear to have occurred at long-term health care facilities in our area. They are among 800 Jordans to die this month and will likely top 1,000 deaths as we still have a few days to go before June 1st. Tuesday was particularly brutal in another area. We see news that a downtown Rome favorite, Elysium, and a Cartersville mainstay, Discount City Furniture, were both closing. They'll join Pier 1, Jandies, and Whistlebridges, which, by the way, is in its final week this week. Even the Rome News Tribune is now publishing only five days a week versus seven days a week. They cited the virus and are resulting slide in advertising as the reason why. Thursday could be brutal as well. We'll get the April unemployment reports that morning, and they will be ugly. Already, the High Court of Facebook is blaming the shelter-in-place restriction as to why at least a few of these businesses aren't coming back. So, if that's the case, do we likewise blame the dropping of our quarantines earlier this month for a surprising spike in positive test results in northwest Georgia, up more than 50% in under a month? So who has the right answer? We don't, and we're not quite sure who does. We know the governor, currently on Trump's good side, is snuggling up to the administration in the hopes of maybe snatching the GOP National Convention to Atlanta from North Carolina because of administration concerns there. We assume Governor Brian Kemp is seeing different numbers than we are when it comes to escalating deaths and positive test results. We wonder what Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms has to say about up to 50,000 people flooding the city this summer to pick a candidate. Or is this all a balancing game as Bottoms indeed is among those said to be in consideration for the vice presidential spot on the Democratic presidential ticket? Wouldn't that be a political gotcha in naming her city the new host of the GOP convention? Surely no one is playing politics with the pandemic, right? Pandemic, right? Political observers say, don't worry, this won't happen, moving from Charlotte to Atlanta, but our advice is keep an eye on this one. Indeed, 
Tuesday was a troubling day. But then you hear about people taking different steps, maybe responsible steps when it comes to the continuing pandemic. Examples. Tennessee universities are canceling fall break and will end in-person classes before Thanksgiving. We hope Georgia follows that path and wonder if our secondary schools may do the same thing as well. The Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays, let's face it, are germ season anyway. Why risk bringing kids back for two or three more weeks only to spread the infection? Look for the spring semesters to maybe start a bit later as well if all this comes together. The National Basketball Association, in a bid to get something back on the court this season, and of course on TV, is in talks with Disney World about a fanless season finale with players all in isolation at nearby hotels. Fulton County educators are waiting until June 15th to start the fall football conditioning and not June 8th as approved last week by the Georgia High School Association. One reason is to allow more time to ensure everyone is trained on their new safety protocols. AJC says other major school districts are expected to do the same thing. Meanwhile, area restaurants, while slowly reopening dining rooms with social distancing still in mind, are not dropping curbside pickup service as some customers still are worried about the spread. Personally, we were only made it to patios at area restaurants this past weekend, those that are open air, and we will not be back to one of those two establishments as we didn't see tables being cleaned between customers. We've got a sample of the new standards at the YMCA on Tuesday, from temperatures being taken before you enter the building to sanitary steps to crowd control, and we'll say this, we're very impressed. We're resuming our regular status of workouts because of the way things are being handled so well. And then there's this. There was even a social distancing violation arrest listed by the Georgia State Patrol in their holiday weekend traffic stats. This arrest occurred somewhere in Metro Atlanta. That's all we know about it. So again, what's the answer? We don't know, but we do like the cautionary baby steps we're seeing. We don't like seeing any business close, and we know there are more to come. No one wants that, not even their competitors. We're likewise said to be all seeing all these wrong numbers coming up here, deaths, positive cases, and continuing concerns at facilities caring for our seniors. All we know for sure is the virus is still very much in our community. Yes, those additional tests are showing more cases. And even if the hospital census reports are low right now, the test reports underscore we still have a problem in the community to begin with. And as for those hospital reports, our advice is this. Keep an eye on them. They've shown a slight increase in recent days in both Floyd and Bartow counties. This is John Druckenmiller at HometownHeadlines.com. Thanking you for joining us today. Continuing news updates today. A reminder, the U.S. is back in the space business later on today. There will be a live launch coverage around 4.30 p.m. We'll have that posted on our website for you as well. As always, stay home, stay safe in northwest Georgia.